0: High noon with George Hook.
1: News Talk 106 to 1.
0: Well, if there is anybody on the planet who doesn't know about the Hook Health checkup, I'll remind you that every Monday, Dr. Kira Kelly comes in here and takes your questions. You send me the questions on 53106. Dr. Kelly, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, George. Um, there's a lot of more medical questions coming in, which make my job very difficult. Right. I,
1: it is a health slot, though, I, I think. Sometimes I wonder, do you... Are we on the same page about what this lot is supposed to do?
0: All right, now here's one, which I, you know, I'm quite interested in. I have a rash on the back of the leg, tried everything from dead old salt creams to everything else, extremely itchy.
1: Most <clears throat> rashes on the back of the leg um, are dermatitis, particularly if they're behind your knee. You know that, that crease? I that have has, it. It, Yeah, it has a, a fancy name, that bit of the body, but let's just say the crease behind your knee. That's a very common site for eczema. Um, for eczema, Eczema. What you need to do is twofold. One is, and I and I know you you could say it for me, but you do use topical steroid creams. But the other thing is, is you have to use emollients. You have to use moisturisers, nice greasy creams like E forty five Silcox base and multiplying ointments. But you're a great big fan of it, George. You have to stop also using soap.
0: I think not using soap. But the other thing is, coincidentally at half eight tomorrow morning, where am I going to be in front of my dermatologist with my rash of, which is a suitable word, my rash of problems, which. I I hope she's going to cure. Anyway, the rash on the back of the leg, you have to uh, keep it moisturised. with. Yeah, but you you have
1: to avoid soap as well. One of the reasons you get in those areas is those areas are kind of sweaty areas. And we do get rashes in sweaty areas because one is we're more prone to bugs in those areas, but also sweat irritates the skin itself, the salt and sweat. So um, I would say no no soap, moisturise. And while it's like this, I would also suggest topical steroid cream. And if it is very, very itchy, one thing that's very important to remember, if you keep scratching an itchy rash, it will never go away because the itch-rash cycle, the itch-scratch-sorry cycle yeah. persists and it never goes away. So maybe an antihistamine for a little while until the, the sort of itch subsides. And also not a hotbed not an electric blanket and not hot showers.
0: Unbelievable. This question should have been answered in 30 seconds. And this is why I get paid minutes. big, big money. Now, but hold the a while, like these runners give me a pain in the butt, right?
1: You have an aversion to runners and cyclists and it's completely yeah. unfounded. Oh, but hold a
0: while. Surgery on meniscus tear in October 2015. Lester said, <coughs> "Meniscus is around the knee somewhere, right?" Meniscus
1: is a kidney-shaped little piece of uh, kidney-shaped little piece of cartilage that you have two of them, and they sit in between your femur and your tibia. So they're in right. your knee joint. They're cartilage pads.
0: I go to the gym and try build up strength, but can't contemplate running. But don't run. Is more surgery likely? Has the surgery been unsuccessful? The consultant advised, I'll recover fully, but I have not. But you do recover. Like the meniscus tear surgery, I have to tell you, is not rocket science.
1: No, it's not because they actually do physically repair the cartilage pad and put it back together. So it's now kidney shaped again. Running is hard on the knees. And I think we, we do forget that because lots of people want to run. And I'm, I'm, all, I'm not like you. I'm all for exercise. <laughs> I'm all for running and cycling and all these things. But if you've banjaxed your knee, running may not be the exercise for you. And you know what? You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear it from me. You certainly don't want to hear it from anybody else. But it may not be the exercise for you.
0: But that, that's the point. These runners are fanatics. They think there is no other form of exercise. If you cycle, I mean, cycling is brilliant <coughs> if it's in a gym on a bike that doesn't move. cycling's brilliant, right? It's also very good in, in, in real life, George, out <laughs> in the atmosphere so, as well. So, cycle in the gym. Swim. Like, there's a bucket load of exercises, which are good for you, that do not have two tons weighing down on your knees, your ankle <laughs> and ankle joints. Isn't that right?
1: Well, I would suggest that most runners don't weigh two tons. No,
0: but the effect on a small space now, your mathematics is slightly adrift. Okay. It's no, no, the you, equivalent you, you, of Running two is tons.
1: hard on joints. You're, hard you're, you're, you on. are correct. And, but you, and you are also correct. I wouldn't use the word fanatics, but running is a little bit addictive. It actually is a little bit because addictive.
0: Because it relieves. Endorphins.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And nor- yeah, neurohormones and they do give you a high and I've run myself and gotten that high and I've been running yeah. along the road laughing like a loon happy as Larry running because it does give you a high. So people do get a little bit addicted to it. Exercise is wonderful. We are all for it here on The Hook Health Check. We Can really, we do really a short
0: are. answer?
1: Uh, he, I, I'm kind of with you. It's the po- That's the problem. I think he probably is going to have to stop running.
0: Thank you. All right. Stop running. all right. All right. Yeah, but the other interesting thing about endorphins, you know, if you lash yourself on the back with a whip, <laughs> um, do you remember the fella in the movie? Matt Talbot. Matt no, Talbot was um, the uh, uh, Da Vinci the, uh, Code. Da that Vinci fella. Code and Matt Talbot, who was an Irish saint, right? Yep. Did the lashing stuff? Yeah, that releases endorphins. So you want to lash yourself more? So be careful of this lashing thing as well. I'm
1: not sure how popular the lashing is, George. To be frank.
0: All right. Now, here's another. Uh, we have another aegis here, right?
1: You're not supposed to insult the listeners. All right, okay.
0: He's not an aegis. How can you measure your body fat at home, body fat percentage, with a simple technique? Peter the footballer who hates training. <laughs> Peter wants to know those (laughs)
1: calipers and things. You know, with calipers, those little pinchy things, they look like a compass that you used to use in school,
0: can measure. And you do it on your love handles. Yeah, you pinch a bit, and
1: you pinch it on your back of your arm and all this. Can you measure it that way? Yeah, you can, and, and look. This is a sort of... I, he is an idiot. He, this is a stupid question because it doesn't really matter about your percentage of body fat to a certain extent. Try and be a healthy weight. Try and stay active. Try—like This is another fanatical thing. And, and you can measure body fat. People, like rugby players, do it on the DEXA scan all the time and they measure the, That's professional athletes. For normal Joes... I have a
0: gadget at home. A brilliant home gadget. Is for it a scales? For by measuring body fat.
1: Is it a scales? No, it's a mirror. ha! <laughs> You just look in the
0: mirror and you say, I'm fat or I'm thin or whatever. Well, you see, I
1: think you're actually right. I think we, we are dancing on the head of pins around these things. If you're somebody who's fit and active and have a normal body weight, worrying about your percentage body fat is uh, it's too Thank much. You. Forget okay. about it. Is
0: carbolic soap any good for skin rashes and itches?
1: No, not really. It's still yeah. quite harsh on the skin, carbolic soap, and it smells to high heaven.
0: Yeah, uh, John sent me that text. No soap. Just get rid of soap.
1: Yeah, get rid of soap.
0: You know, and uh, the, There are
1: other ways of keeping clean. I use
0: Sanax now, and it's great. It's made a huge difference. But although somebody, did I say Port Talbot or Matt Talbot? Port Talbot is in Wales. I don't know about the flagellation in then Port Talbot. Then what's shea butter? We have a listener who's a supplier of 100% unrefined shea butter, Great result with eczema and dry skin conditions.
1: What's shea butter? It's like cocoa butter or any of those other, um, you Waters. know, you can get almond butter. and very, It's it's, it's, an, uh, it's a relatively natural occurring, I don't know how much processing has gone into this, uh, moisturizer. It works for some people. Other people, you know, they find other things. You know, I do think butters are probably better than oils for dermatitis. A lot of people come to me and say oh, they've been using things like coconut oil. I don't think they're very useful for dermatitis. Okay.
0: All right. Brendan's urologist has told him it'll take several treatments to break up a kidney stone. He mentioned a little tripsy or shockwave treatment and a more invasive treatment carried out under general anaesthetic. Explain what all these things are.
1: Um, most kidney stones are made of hard mineral deposits like uh, calcium and stuff like that. So they're like lit. They yeah, are, they like are stones. stones. Yeah, they are stones. Okay. And they they're, medically speaking... Probably only comparable having having a passing a kidney stone is probably only comparable to um, childbirth. It's excruciatingly painful. Um, So lithotripsy, shockwave therapy, is where they pass shockwaves. They pass radio waves. Through your body, and you, so you vibrate. They don't
0: put them through a certain part of your anatomy that surprised dearly, do they?
1: No, they put it through the kidney area, and they, they the, the stones crumble because they're they're calcium, but they're sort of they're a little bit brittle. Uh, so, but how not,
0: do they put them through your system if they don't put them through the part of your body well, that to hold no, most well, dear? Well, your kid,
1: I'm, I'm now showing you uselessly on the radio, but your kidneys are in the middle of your back. Yeah. So so they pass the, the shockwave through oh, that right, bit okay. of it. And what happens is the kidney stones break down from stones into bits of grit and dust, which are a lot easier to pass. So that's what he's talking about. The more invasive way of going in is that he's talking about is going in with the general anesthetic and going up through the uretery.
0: That's what I was talking yeah, about. Go- you
1: dismiss me. No, no, going up through the urinary oh, is not a word. Sorry, going up African. through the ureter into I'm the kidney. My legs yes. Here. And then and scooping things out. And that oh. that's a bigger deal. Um I you know. advise it, well it depends on the size of the stone to be perfectly honest I mean it was a huge stone I'd be going for the lithotripsy um, The it d- shock rate? Yeah I, I would be talking we have to say to him you're going to have to talk to your urologist about this because we don't have enough information but those are the basic ways of doing it he needs to get them treatment He'll be, renal colic is extraordinarily painful
0: my urologist was great because he was a great scrum half as well, which was the perfect combination.
1: What was it now? Yeah,
0: Paula says. Any thoughts on someone who falls asleep after a meal? But should we all fall asleep after a meal? Don't we know?
1: Well, we we food does have a soporific yeah. effect, Thank uh, you. particularly. Dare I say, Paula? And I don't know if this is the case in your case or not. Particularly if you overeat a little bit and you're kind of very full and a bit bloatedy, and a off- bottle of
0: Sauvignon Blanc, maybe
1: wine will also have a soporific yeah. effect with the meal but the thing about it is this is your liver has to go at you big time you have to metabolise the food your digestive tract does a lot of work if you put a big meal through it so you're actually you're, you're, what's going on inside is quite active when you've eaten so you're tired from that too you're tired from the big right. meal it's not that unusual okay. I wouldn't think this was a pathology I think except this is a physiology now,
0: except to Paula there was a second half of the question it runs in the family and it's more than usual. Now isn't there this thing that Tarzan used to find in the movies in Africa sleeping sickness
1: Well there is sleeping sickness there is, and there What is was things, that called? Narcolepsy is that what Narcolepsy. You mean? Yeah. But yeah. narcolepsy doesn't really occur after a meal necessarily um, What may be in terms of the running in the family they're all eating the same food. And it may be that they have a big load of carbohydrates, loads of mammies, spuds and all that kind of stuff and that might be why they're falling fall asleep because they're all eating the same stuff. A really big Sunday dinner and a glass of wine, anyone yeah. will fall asleep. Well,
0: I think falling asleep after I me mean, is the most sensible thing the human It is one of life's pleasures of yeah. having a little snooze. Well, when you're my age, it's the only pleasure left. <laughs> Are fat burners safe? Well, they're not. If you set a light, set them alight. But... What's a fat burner? Is this like a Bunsen burner in the in the no, laboratory? I,
1: no, I suspect what he's talking about is some kind of a diet uh, pill or something like that. You know these things that you take diet fat burning teas and fat burning detox But they're claptrap.
0: Can we agree?
1: Claptrap and possibly dangerous.
0: Unsafe oh. rather than dangerous.
1: Yeah. Well, I would I would say any diet pills you buy are probably unsafe. Correct. That's the
0: truth of it. I can't think of a safe one. No, and the problem is with a lot of this stuff is the, the Irish Medicines Board do a fantastic job approving stuff, okay? A lot of this stuff gets under the radar because it's called a food supplement or something. Or it comes and,
1: in on the internet. Yeah. Gets past us that way. Correct.
0: Horse manure is the <coughs> answer, okay? Not that you take horse manure now for fat burning, but... Uh,
1: Although it's probably as useful, in yeah. fairness.
0: Yeah. Any recommendations for alopecia, 29-year-old man? Alopecia is your hair falling out.
1: Yeah. Okay, this is going to be very hard and I hope you are listening. There are no treatments for alopecia. None whatsoever. None. 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 Sometimes you have alopecia that is just a nice way of describing what's also known as male pattern baldness. uh, And that has no treatment whatsoever. And... Other times people's hair does fall out in patches or does fall out because of stress and things. People do lose their hair with stress and occasionally that does grow back, but not always. Um, If it is just male pattern balding and it really bothers you, there are things like hair transplants. They are eye-wateringly expensive. No, I have an
0: answer for you on that. Wigs. Wigs. No,
1: shave your head. My
0: taxi driver, like taxi drivers, are indisputable, and barbers are indisputably the most learned people in the world. Yes, taxi driver last week was wearing a cap. He took it off to show me his new hair transplant. Wait, transplant in Budapest in Hungary where's dirt cheap.
1: Okay, well, okay, <clears throat> I cannot recommend getting a hair transplant in Budapest and Turkey. apart from the taxi driver who may have a lovely head of lustrous locks now George I'd be slightly wary of endorsing somewhere because we, we don't know what that's you know what I mean. I'm
0: not endorsing. I'm just saying. Interesting thing about taxi drivers they're cheap. And I said to him, "Well, what happens if it goes wrong? How do you get back to the fella in Budapest?" I mean, I'm not recommending. In yeah, fact, yeah, yeah. the contrary. I mean, uh, but it was interesting. Health
1: tourism is fraught with difficulty. Do you know what I mean? It really yes, is correct. Not because I'm trying to maintain that the the market for Irish doctors or anything, but because when people get sick in this country and have to go back and all that's, that kind of stuff. That's the only reason. Absolutely. And you don't always know what you're getting. But yeah, hair transplants are the only treatment for alopecia. But if it is just that you're going bald, I would say this to you. Own it. Balding men are lovely. Don't don't, don't worry about it. Don't let it bother you. It's no big deal.
0: Well, the Keith Woods, the Sean Moncriefs, these kind of guys who are men with massive testosterone, uh, they make baldness really impressive.
1: Well, I, I was with you with the Keith Woods, and then you got to show Moncrief. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I would say this. Here's the thing: loads of men go bald. It's genetic. They're just going to go bald. They're not unattractive. They don't have to worry yeah. about it. Like I know hair transplants here cost about thirty five grand.
0: That's right. Poor George the Fourth, right? Who's only seven years of age? He's not bald, is he? No, but he's facing into a life of baldness because George the First, George the Second, George III Third were all bald, so therefore George the Fourth's going to be bald, yeah. indeed. Right?
1: Yeah. Yes. And you know what, George, you're very handsome as yeah. a balding man. Well, George
0: the Fourth is and he's only seven. Sore heel. Help, please.
1: OK, there's loads of reasons why people have sore heels. The commonest one is probably a heel spur, which is a little bony pointy bit that's on your uh, your calcaneus, which is your heel bone. That can be treated. They can be uh, lasered and all sorts of things that can be done to that. But you'd have to go and seek medical advice and you'd have to get an x-ray. The other commonest thing is, is it's not heel pain at all. It's soul pain. And that's probably plantar fasciitis. And that's the whole rubbing your foot over and back on a tennis ball.
0: Plantar fasciitis is what he's got. I bet you my miserable pension, that's what he's got.
1: It's one of the two, I would suggest. We can't say for sure, but those are those are both pretty good guesses. Right.
0: The guy with the meniscus injury, and Cork, said he should work on a cross trainer in the gym.
1: Anything that reduces impact. Right.
0: Uh, the the uh, Terry Wogan said that if you take off your clothes jump up and down in front of a mirror all the parts that wobble shouldn't wobble that shouldn't wobble, that's fat says John, good old Terry Moogoo. Uh Irritable Skin Balm is magic for itches Yeah, Lee, a lot says. of people
1: do swear by that one
0: Well, Ronnie gives, has gone mix of apple cider vinegar, filtered water and lo and behold it did the trick
1: for the rashes, yeah, people swear by apple cider vinegar for everything.
0: everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we should
1: recommend it to the fellow with the baldness. Do you know what I mean? I think yes. we recommend and it for everything. I've
0: applied it to my the, the part I hold most dear, but it hasn't worked. Uh, why is Kevin Moore telling me? Oh, he's a taxi driver. Budapest isn't hungry. Sure, did I say Turkey? I obviously did. I don't think you all, did say well, Turkey. Well, they're all telling me I did.
1: Well, if you did it, you got by me on that because I don't remember you saying
0: it. Alright. Now, the people are coming in here, they're not impressed with you and me. Well, no, that's not new. Body fat percentage question, you're stupid. Uh, no, no treatment for male pattern baldness ever hear of Propecia?
1: Oh, I do not Louis recommend... Louis Walsh is on it. I don't... Louis Walsh has had a hair transplant, clearly. Look, I I, I, uh, I don't think that... I, I don't recommend Propecia necessarily. It's, it's, it's giving people anti... Androgens—it's giving men an anti-testosterone drug, and it has quite a lot of side effects. I I just—I think own your bald heads. I'm looking at Sean Moncrief who has just walked in. It's like I'm surrounded by baldness. Own your baldness.
0: Okay. Thanks very much, Kira. Talk to you next week.